This is Gavin Bryant, number 13 for the Owen Sound Attack, and you're listening to the Owen 60 Podcast. They are going to lose to Montreal. We're calling it right now. <laughs> what up, Gavin? <laughs> yeah, shout out to Gavin Bryant for opening up episode 55 of the Owen 60 Podcast. Recently, made along with Colin Ward. What up, Greg? The Leafs are going to lose to Montreal, and you heard it here first on the Owen uh-uh. 60 Podcast. It is the effect it's going to happen. Ew, we're we're looking at in the fact. Did yeah. you see? Did you see? Uh, literally Gary everybody, everybody hey. at Sportsnet picked the Leafs Sorry. either in five, six, or did. seven. Who pays the checks? Who pays the checks? Very good point. Bell, Bell Media is with Montreal, right? That's Bell. Yeah, the Bell in Center. Montreal. They've got Bell on their helmets. Yeah. Although, yeah, so we're we're not big fans of Bell here anymore. But yeah, we're neutral. Neutral we're settings. Neutral, neutral settings. <laughs> Rod, Rod, hey, Roger spent money on the Jays. I mean, that's good for me. Yeah, for you, yeah. But nobody else. <laughs> There's nothing. That's a selfish play call. Yeah, well, all good. I'm going to get benched to the fourth line. Yeah, you will. <laughs> oh, hey, Gavin's going to be fired up when he hears that intro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, Montreal. Hey, Carey Price. Hey, I think we got to switch from Muskegon to uh, Montreal. To Montreal. Ooh. Big carry, big big uh, Nick Suzuki fans. <laughs> hey, big well, Nick Suzuki fans. All the OHL guys, we could we could come up with a uh, an all OHL team from the Montreal Canadiens. I think. Oh, for sure, we could. One hundred percent, we could. Josh Anderson. Yeah. And there's a few, yeah Anderson, there's a obviously Suzuki. Um, yeah. There's a few. Wow, two guys. I know. I'm just trying blank. I'm just trying blanks. I mean, uh, Corey Perry. Yeah. Yeah. True. I always forget. Few, I'm just not looking. I always forget he's there. Ooh. Yeah. And game one for Washington. Uh, well, former Guelph Storm Craig Anderson, 41 years old, comes in and shuts the door. I know, eh? How about that? Like, what's up? What's up with him in the playoffs? He just gets good in the playoffs. Next thing in Washington is going to be in the conference final. And it's just going to be Craig Anderson stealing the show. <laughs> it's like with Ottawa. When Ottawa made that run a few years ago and lost to Pittsburgh, it was like, okay, they're going to lose this round. The first round they play Boston, they're going to lose. No, they don't. You're going to lose. They play the Rangers. Nope, they win. Then they lost to Pittsburgh, but it was like last shot, OT, game seven. So Yeah, Chris Kunitz. They're a goal away. Yeah. Yeah, they were a goal away, too, from going to the Stanley Cup final. That's crazy yeah. to think, Craig Anderson. And he, it would have been sold. It wouldn't have been things. sold out, which is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I hey, I saw some Twitter questions. I saw some Twitter questions as we we're talking NHL. But um, I saw a Twitter question. Who's a better owner, uh, Eugene Malnick or the Pagula family? I'd say Malnick in a heartbeat. At least Malnick has a farm system like he develops. I mean – yeah, their arena's crap, and they haven't built a new arena. But other than that, like, and he's cheap. But other than that, you really – what's he done? Like, it's not like where the Pakula family's had, like, that many coaches, GMs in there. All while Jack, Jack Eichel's been there. Yeah. Which makes it even yeah. worse. Yeah. Well, that's why Jack sees it, and he just wants to see you later. Get it down. Yeah, he's going to the Red Wings for sure. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> sarcasm. People coming at me on Twitter. Like I, I knew I should have put in brackets sarcasm, but I don't yeah, know. I know. Like let's be like let's be real here. Like Jack Eichel's not going to Detroit. We're not trading Mo Sider or Lucas Raymond to yeah. Buffalo and a bunch of first. Come on, guys. I'm not. Yeah, let's let, let, let's give our let's give our head a shake here. <laughs> yeah, come on here. Come on. But, anyways. Um, it's an OHL show, so you know. Yeah, and we had a big announcement this week. We did. We yeah, did. October seventh, uh, big day. I had fired up. Fired up. Get jacked. We're get keeping jacked. the get yeah, jacked. Well, We're keep. We got to keep the get jacked for like the OHL. Get jacked. As the mosquito on the jacks are done for the season. Yeah, ah, that's tough loss to really Chicago. Yeah, yeah, it is. But we got to keep the get jacked. I think. I think we do. Get jacked. Like a big game, featured game coming up. Oh, yeah. Hashtag get jacked. Next October. Get jacked. 100%. We got to keep that. Uh, I'm good I'm good with that. Flaunting the flannel's tough. Ooh. Yeah, because, like, 
What's Ontario like? What's something Ontario flaunting? What <laughs> Twitter poll <laughs> flaunting? What does Ontario flaunt? Uh, Not their golf clubs because we can't do that. Yeah, we don't golf. Um, yep. Get-togethers in Toronto at Nathan Phillips Square. Yeah, that's accurate. Uh, yep. Flaunting bubbles. Um, um, bunch of people at Toronto it. parks. Yeah, yeah, we're flaunting that. Yep. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, flaunting. Where are we flaunting? Um, oh, oh. My buddy said I'm flaunting. My buddy told me so I couldn't do it. What? That's why we can't go. Oh, his buddy's told. Yeah, I'm someone's too busy out. eating those freshly cracked eggs from Tim Hortons. So, um, yeah, that's flaunt. it. Flaunting the Tims. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to say it. that's a good one for the L. If anyone, if any listener has an idea, flaunting what? Tweet us. Yeah, what in what in Ontario are we flaunting? When the season October seventh, what are we flaunting? I mean, the league is huge. Yeah. But like, what specifically? That is tough. We'll figure. You know what? I really hope the league that Thursday night on October seventh. I really hope the league books a Peterborough Oshawa game in Peterborough the Thursday night, just because, I mean, Peterborough-Oshawa rivalry is a big deal. And then I'm, yeah. I'm sure that'll be, I'm, that'll be the first game for sure, Thursday night. Um, Then Niagara probably, Thursday night. Niagara Ooh. will be Thursday. Windsor will Ooh. be Thursday more than likely. Niagara-North Bay. Ty Nelson's the first panel famous. Give them the matchup. Give Ooh. the fans a matchup. That's Give not them. Bad. Make that an effect. Make that an effect. We know we know they're listening from the Ontario Hockey League head offices. <laughs> North Bay, North Bay, Niagara. Make that a game. Give them the Pano tie matchup. Owen sixty effect matchup. By the way, that would be cool. That'd be wild. Be cool. We would be two there. show guests. Oh, for sure. Um, hundred yeah. percent. But and then Oshawa Peterborough has to be a matchup. Give them a rivalry. Give the yeah. fans a rivalry. You miss that. You miss over a year. Give them the rivalries. Give them the hot games. Windsor. Ooh. Windsor Sarnia. Good chance for that or, to be opening night. Yeah. Or do we go Windsor Flint? Let that border crossing happen. Not bad. Waste no time. Or would you go Flint Saginaw rivalry in Michigan? That'll be the Saturday night. Yeah, That'll be the probably, Saturday night yeah. in Flint. In Flint, that Saturday night yeah. game. If it started Wednesday. For sure. If it started Wednesday, it'd be Flint. Yeah, for sure. Flint Saginaw. Them and Saginaw, because yeah, the travel. Yeah. Hmm. Damn, that'd be a good first night. We got time. Yeah, first night if we go Sarnia Windsor. Yeah, North Bay Niagara. Picks. We have yeah, the top three picks all on night one. Yeah. With Nemestikov and uh Sarnia. So you go Nemestikov, Pano, and Ty all in the first three games. In the first night. In the first night. That'd be unreal. That'd be North, day. I, like North Bay a Thursday night would be tough to start on a road trip, but I mean, I think it would be worth it for like, if I'm a Niagara fan or a North Bay fan, like I see I'm there picks go yeah. right away. Yeah. yeah. I'm watching that. I'm subscribing to the new CHL live, the new, uh, platform. <laughs> new streaming subscri- platform. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm subscribing cut out on us. Yeah. That was tough. That was rough. Yeah. Um, um, I'm yeah, subscribing I mean, to that though. I'm watching that. That's must watch hockey. Yeah. We're, we're still waiting for the, um, exact schedule to come out. And by the way, Colin and I, we noticed a little something. Uh, yeah, good math. Before, the, before this episode started, so I'll read you the sentence. A complete 680 game 2021-2022 OHL regular season schedule of games will be announced in the coming weeks. Year, yeah, that is completely great math for a 10-league team. Uh, yeah, there, are 20 20 league, there are 20 teams in uh, in the Ontario Hockey League, so if you're doing 68 times 20, eh, that equals 1,360 games. So we're math guys now. We uh, preached that we weren't, but <gasps> clearly we are. So mind blown. Just to give everyone a heads up, if you're wondering if that's right or not, eh, it's not right. Unless unless we know something that 
uh, you know, unless we don't know something. Are we doing unless like teams are playing tournament? 34 like, games? You know, are we starting in December? Is it October? Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. Questions. A lot of questions. Not to call anyone out or anything. It's just something no, we noticed on the website. It's just. And we have to react be correcting to people with math. Yeah. You know, math. Really... Yeah, no, thanks. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. But uh, yeah, just to kind of give you a heads up about which dates they announced October 7th, like Colin mentioned, that is opening night in the Ontario Hockey League for the 21-22 season. Training camp will begin on the 4th of September. That is a Saturday. Um, Yeah, schedule commencing October 7th and concluding on April 3rd, 2022. The playoffs. So the week the week of thanksgiving yeah as well yeah so the, uh, that's that's a holiday no that never mind that's it i'm thinking uh i was thinking the states american thanksgiving you'd have to have starting yet american thanksgiving would be november yeah it's in november yeah. get one month later blah moment call i'll get it good one it's been a while since no worries, man. maybe that's a good um, thing <laughs> <I'm okay. laughs> hey we just had that math equation my mind got blown i know you were like oh i'm Boom. albert einstein now i don't need to use a calculator i'm flaunt i'm flaunting the brain but... i'm flaunting the brain cells <laughs> well uh, mohawk shirt on yeah yeah you noticed <laughs> that eh it's <sighs> a little rough uh, but uh, the, the 2022 ohl playoffs will follow four days later after the final day of the regular season, April 7th, will be the official start date for the playoffs and run through all the way until the last possible day of May 30th with, of course, the J. Ross Robertson Cup being handed out for the first time since 2019. And then, of course, the 2022... <laughs> we're not going to hot takes where that'll be uh, handed out. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Memorial Cup, where's it going to be? Nobody knows. Will it stay in the O? If it does, there will be one team in British Columbia that will be pretty mad. Uh, yeah, they'll do it the next time around. kind of the way it goes. Uh, but that will be held June 2nd through 12th. Yeah. You know what's too bad? That in the three years then, I guess, from now, or two years from now, it would be back in Kelowna, but Bedard's draft year, like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta. I mean, I'm not gonna say he's getting traded or anything, but like, it'd be nice to see Regina get the Men Cup again, just because. Oh, that will that will not happen. <laughs> I know, There's no I know way. but just, but just to see him get a chance, like on the big stage, because Regina's got to be good in his draft year. He's got to be on that. He's got to be on the national spotlight. Is that U18? He, him and Shane Wright were the best players by far. Yeah, they, I mean, Regina doesn't have to host, right? Yeah, that's true. They can still go there the hard way. Because if you think about it, if it stays in the O in 2022, then okay, yeah, never mind. I was gonna say, like, even yeah, even if the Mem it's Cup didn't go to make the its way back to the down. WHL, it'll be done. Yeah, that it'll would be, be the year after he gets drafted, and yeah, who's really happen. expecting him to still be in the WHL after yeah, he's taken first shot. overall or second overall? Yeah. That Jimmy uh, Toff, a young man from Russia, decides to. Yeah, become Alex Ovechkin, but cool. Yeah, that U eighteen, a lot of skill in that gold medal game. That was a good one. Yeah, it was. Um, that was a good one. But yeah, if if we're being, and I know this is a question where, oh, how could you ask that? It's only May. But Colin, in in your opinion, in your eyes, are we starting October seventh? Well, we talked about this before the free. We talked about this before the show. Yeah, and I mean, second vaccination for like. The next wave. So it's our wave now or next week here in Ontario. So yeah, so eighteen plus in Ontario is eligible. Yeah. And this this doesn't include like if you're an ins- essential worker or anything. Just if you're eighteen plus, uh, you can start booking your vaccination date. Uh, the either it's on the twenty fourth and beyond, or I believe after the twenty fourth. I believe the twenty fourth. Yeah. So that's kind of, and I know there's sixteen, seventeen year olds in the Ontario Hockey League, but. But even then, so a week later, let's say the week, a week later, then 16 or 17 and under get vaccinated. So the second vaccination, so if you get vaccinated next week or the week after, 
middle of August, late August, you around Labor Day, you would get your second vaccination right now in Ontario. So yeah, mid September, everyone should have their options if they for their second vaccination. And do you think yeah. that any OHLers, and I'm not saying this is a for sure thing, but Will they take priority in getting that second dose a little bit earlier? Like, That's will it question. be a requirement? I know if you get the first shot, you can't, you can still get COVID, but it, like, you can't transmit it or, you know, however that works, but it's not 100% yeah. effective. You can still, like, you yeah, can't. Get... Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know. I don't know how that would work. That would, that would be a little bit weird in a sense. Yeah. I know that they may have like, a lot more resources think. than a lot of other people, but like, honestly, I think training camp right now starts mid September. Cause the time you can't start your, uh, unless you can get your second vaccine two weeks earlier than normal, which you probably could. I mean, if you're working, yeah, cause there's a little bit of a time period for it to become like effective. Yeah. Yeah. And by then, and by then you would think you would hope the lockdown is over in Ontario. So and we're golfing. You can't, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then like, so you can get if you're not working. So if you're working from home, you don't like, or if you're not working from home, you can go get it now, right? You can get it earlier. Yeah, if you're like an essential week. worker that's unable yeah, to work yeah, from home, then yeah, yeah you're you eligible. Right. Yeah. So by then it won't matter. You would think. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. I I mean I don't really know. I just know when I have to get mine. But I'm thinking middle of September. I'm thinking middle of September, right? Because like, if I get mine next week, though, I have to wait till September, probably first, like around Labor Day. Yeah. So yeah, what? Yeah, because I'm week. I'm scheduled to get mine. For anyone listening to this uh, episode debuting on Tuesday, May 18th at around seven o'clock or so, um, I will have already been vaccinated. Hey, don't look for a post on my Instagram. <laughs> you're gonna mention that hey um, should i post hey i'm gonna i'm gonna post wearing my wings jersey there with the stanley cup picture yeah <laughs> make a make a fake stanley hey, I, don't, cup. I don't need to make fakes we have captures that's very true yeah that is very true in, like the, in the last half century we actually have those those are a real thing yeah they are we don't we, win lotteries we we've actually cups. had parades that have been planned mm-hmm. so yeah just hey to, put that out and hey yeah when the wings are good when the wings win the cup we're going to the parade yeah we are we're, <laughs> we're making our game one of the playoffs that's a deal yeah that's a yep. fact that's ha- that's happening yeah, yeah we've already planned it Paul's gonna get the tickets and i'm gonna i'm gonna be driving <laughs> and getting a hotel so it's yeah, already we planned that stone. we planned it we planned it we'll be there yeah um, when that happens hopefully sooner rather than later but yeah it's gonna Hope, happen hopefully we can get Let's some celebrations for ontario hockey league fan bases to yeah. get one team to raise the J. Ross Robertson Cup, that would be nice. Um, again, the yeah. state that could happen May thirtieth. I'm just gonna part. A, it's gonna be like obviously we'll have no team in the race, so whoever wins, we're just gonna be pumped. We're just gonna we need to get like an OHL hat, and then like whoever, we're just gonna be pumped that they handed out the trophy. I just want <laughs> every family should be just pumped. Every fan, yeah, they should be pumped just to J. see Ross. it again. Yeah. Wanting the J. Ross. Flaunting the J Ross. Okay. Okay. It's we're making like a J that. Ross run. We're flaunting the J Ross. I didn't right. think of that one at the time. It's a good that way to end sense. the first segment there, Colin. I like that. Yeah, flaunt. It's the odd time I can hit the odd time I can hit a few long balls. I don't ground out the third. The <laughs> you don't time. roll over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Time for a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, there's a showcase going on in the uh, city of Erie. Yeah. And we will discuss that because there's a couple key topics that Colin has brought to my attention that I'm like, hmm. one night, one night, whatever, wow. one night and Colin's brain just something happened. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's an interesting <laughs> topic that you that should be discussed and thought about. And yeah, I don't think not saying by players or anything, but like by media members and um, anyone associated with teams. Like, is it? It's a, possibly a huge concern. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to that next. And, oh, of course, I forgot to preview this at the beginning of the show. As you've seen from our uh, graphic up on Instagram and Twitter, this is the second annual 
this is part one, sorry, part one of the second annual OA appreciation show. So the last yes, half sir. of the show, we will look at all overagers whose careers were very sadly um, concluded after well the announcement the, a month ago. We might as well oh. do the 2000s from last year's team. Because the guys on the, that got traded, like Jack Wismer to, from Flint to Kitchener, never played a game. Yeah. So we might as well do it like that. Like Daniel Murphy going from Erie to Niagara. Hints, too. Yep. Like, to me, that's an Erie Otter and uh, Peter Rupi or a Flint Firebird. Ooh, that's nice it's up to you. It's up to you, but yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking. Like, we just do it with the frogs. We'll decide it. We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll figure yeah. it out then. Um, so we'll take a break. Come back here on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demaney along with Colin Ward. Of course, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at the Owen 60 podcast. You can subscribe to all of our channels on the whatever podcast network that you listen to your podcasts on. Jeez, I'm getting into the the armchair GM stuff from the baseball show, man. I know. I, oh. I know. It's hard not to. Um, hard not to. Yeah, just – and, of course, our website is up there. Um, yeah, all of Joel Vanderland's articles, they are, they are working really well. So uh, make sure you go give all of those a read on our website. Uh, of course, Linktree and our Twitter and Instagram bio. So check all of that out. A couple headlines to get to before we get into the showcase in Erie, Pennsylvania. We'll start uh, because we're Wings fans. We will start with the Grand Rapids Griffins. Caden uh, Fulcher, Hamilton Bulldogs alum, OHL champion. His first career American Hockey League shutout. Yes, sir. And so. also a quick, another one I... Uh... Kitchener Ranger Donovan Sabrango had a solid year too for the. He did. Talk to a couple. Talk to a guy from that covers the wings, and he said, "Yeah, Sabrango looked good." So that's something. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it seems like they're pretty high on Sabrango. So. Yeah. Um. Again, we we hate to say it because the Ontario Hockey League is so good for development when it comes to guys moving on to the next level and into the NHL and. But it's almost a blessing in disguise for some guys. We've talked about yeah, they got their chance. Stayed wisdom at lengths, like Donovan Sabrano. Like, how much more of a chance does he have to be part of Detroit's future now that they got to see him play professional mm-hmm. hockey? Right. Yeah, I think he would have had a huge year for the Rangers, but it's not the same having that type of year with an American Hockey League team. Yeah, professional hockey, like you said. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, well, and even for Caden Fulcher, he was up and down with the Wings taxi squad. So yeah, they kind of. If you used them there, I thought I don't really like what the Wings did there with that situation. Why, it's just up and down? I would like down. Yeah, I would like to have him playing games instead of uh, having Boyle play in Grand Rapids. Why not put him and Pickard? I mean, yeah. So who cares? I think the idea behind that is just Detroit is so lit. They're so lacking in high level goaltending depth that yeah. they're like, okay, like we actually got to team. see some of these guys. Like, I know it's just practice, but who like let's see them face a shot from Dylan Larkin or you know earlier in the year Anthony Mantha, Jacob Phillip Zadina, yeah Zadina, who's awesome. Yeah, um, most improved player for the Wings this year, in my opinion. Yeah, all around. Him, Rasmussen, you can make box. an argument for. Yeah, yeah, Rasmussen too. But see, and that's the thing, fans are going to chirp the Wings. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, Zadina, boss, boss. Watch him play every night, and you'll see what we see. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. Um, Arthur Kaliev as well, big night. Yeah, another four hundred Hamilton Bulldog. Big year, big year, yeah. Thirty points. That's nice. Maybe, maybe, maybe not score points there, but um, eh. maybe. Yeah, no, he, he won't be back. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. It's just you got to put him, him, him and Mc. Yeah, yeah, him and McMichael. <laughs> good careers, boys. Yeah, good careers. I mean, Arthur Kaliev came up at sixteen there in the Mem Cup and just lit it up. Yeah, like he was so good in that playoff run for Hamilton. Like to see a sixteen-year-old be that effective. That's cool. That's cool to see. Yeah, especially you look at the prospect talent the LA Kings have and all of these Ooh. Jack Eichel trade talks and, uh, you know, however you, well you want to read into them. You could look at the Los Angeles Kings just because Maybe. of the prospect talent they have. And, you know, they could afford 
maybe not a Ford, but they, oh. they may be willing to part with an Akil Thomas or a Arthur Kaliev or someone to get Jack Eichel. Well, I think that would be by field 100% being the top guy in that Eichel deal. Top prospect. They want the top prospect. That's uh, that's yeah. that's a uh, buy field. But no That'd question. Be a no I think Arthur Callier. That'd be a no. I co- really? I, there's no way but, I'd get rid of buy. Wow. But I think Arthur Callier is the best pure goal scorer in that prospects pool. I mean, Alex Turcott's another option, but I just think Talia, he's not the world juniors. I mean, he gets shots through, and I mean, it's so deceiving. His shot and the puck just explodes off the stick. It's got a lot like McMichael. He's the Eastern Connor McMichael. Like those two, like can you imagine if Hamilton didn't make the Robert Thomas trade? Those two on one line with the NNE. Yeah, look out, <laughs> look out. Yeah, yeah. By the yeah. way, also another yeah, bulldog, Jan Mishak, um, got yeah. into the NHL this year at the end of the year. Mm. So Montreal, good for him. Montreal. Um, um, there was oh, one I, last headline. Dale Howard check way. Yes, Dale yeah. Howard check way and Barry. That's pretty cool. Yeah, shout out really to the cool. city of the city of Barry and and the Barry Colts for doing Heads that. Heads up, yeah. that is awesome. Yeah, that's unreal. So you gotta do for anyone that missed that. Um, Did so much for that team. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. also uh, a lot of nights having two having uh, four players make their debut in the last two weeks. That's pretty stunning. Alec Regula, Drake Rimshot, Joey Keane, and Michael Hauser. Great story with Michael Hauser. Michael Hauser is probably the best goaltender I've saw in the OHL. I mean, when the Knights were good in 2012, it was a lot because of him. They were a good team, but a lot of it was because of Michael Hauser. He played every night. But you don't really see goaltenders do that right now in the OHL because, I mean, a lot of teams have two good goaltenders, but that's yeah. good to see. Yeah, with the Buffalo Sabres, and you look at the big name, oh, you go peck a Luke in, and it's like there's this guy, Michael Hauser, coming in and winning hockey games. So yeah. is that a tandem moving forward? We don't know. 28 be, years old. It'll be interesting to see 20 at 28. Yeah. Um, all right. On to the main topic of discussion for this second segment. The prospect <laughs> showcase. Sorry. I had to yell on there for a second. It took a while to get that out. Didn't it? Um, prospect showcase to take place in Erie, Pennsylvania at the Erie Bank Sports Park just to get players out there and not just yeah. rely on video from a year or two ago. Well, I think due to travel, I mean, you have to fly to get there because a lot of the kids are under the driving age and don't drive in the States or whatever. They'd have to fly. So I think it'll be a lot of USHL guys going. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a lot of USHL guys, but – It'll be interesting to see how many guys from the O go. We know one that's going for sure. I mean, we'll name it when it comes out, but we know one for sure. I mean, everyone knows who's going really now anyways, but we know yeah. one for sure that's close that's going. But it's going to be interesting. I mean, 750, I want to say there. It was to play plus the tournament insurance. It's not OHL insurance. That's what, That was the thing we were talking about. Yeah, that's that's long. a big discussion and the main because point that's of this. A, that's this a big segment. question, Mark. That's a scary question mark because there's a lot on the lot. There's a lot riding with no, with that not being an OHL event. That's a lot. That's a big question mark. Do you go or not? Me personally, I wouldn't go because I thought this year you had a great opportunity to play the American Hockey League anyways and get looks still. The yeah. OHL is kind of like a buffet. It was kind of like a buffet for American Hockey League teams. I mean, you can just pick the best players from any team or whoever you think you could develop yep. to come up into the NHL. So a lot of guys had good opportunities. I mean, Ty Austin, or, uh, Ty Austin got to get a shot with Belleville. Um, Cedric Andre got a good shot there. Goaltenders, Tristan Lennox. Um, I mean, Riley McCourt with the Marlies that post-draft got signed by the Marlies. Yep. Great. He had a good year there. Um, I mean, Nathan Steos had a big – just got signed recently. Um, Navin Mutter got signed recently. Where Navin Mutter, when we saw him in his draft, I remember that was back in the internship. We thought, like, who's this guy? Like, yeah, we didn't think we didn't think, but he's an effective player in the OHL. I think he's an effective pro player because he knows how to hit guys. He knows how to put, he knows how to kill penalties. In a lot of guys, if you can kill penalties and do some, if you can do something skill wise and kill penalties, you're going to get looked at in the pro in American Hockey League at least because they look that that special teams role is so important as you get older. So, I mean, like you said, Zade Wisdom too is another one. Yeah, well, he was drafted, but he got his shot. 
yeah, again, it's a, it's a blessing in disguise for all of these mm-hmm. uh, players who got the opportunity at the AHL level. And even some of them who, you know, if not for a COVID world, probably wouldn't have even gotten looks yeah, in the NHL. Know. They probably would have just had a minor league season this year and not um, been up with the, uh, with the big club, yeah. but yeah, it, it's interesting to discuss this, um, this whole insurance topic about, yeah. you know, you, you defenseman whose specialty and, you know, you could throw Mason Howard's name um, just mm-hmm. in terms of shot blocking ability that that's his game. He goes out, he hits, he blocks shots. He tries to get uh, shots through from the point. You look at yeah. him, say, say he's going to the showcase and I have no idea if he is, um, but say he takes a oh, hundred miles an hour is probably a little fast for these guys. May, 85 to 90 mile an hour slap shot Ooh. off the ankle. Boom. Broken bone in the ankle. He is yeah. now useless to the Niagara ice dogs for what would you say? Six months, five to yeah, six, six months, months on the ice. Yeah. I mean, so it starts, it starts at the end of May, right? Beginning of June, it starts to showcase. Yeah. So yeah, you're out till around Christmas time. Yeah. Monday, May 31st until Sunday, June 13th. Okay. So two week frame. yeah, I don't think it's worth it to go for two weeks of no insurance. If you get hurt, if you get hurt, like how you just said with the ankle thing, you're up for six months, that team, or longer, that team probably has the option to not keep your rights because it wasn't in. It's you see that all the time in other sports leagues too. If if you're not if you don't get hurt with the team event or at the facility, you're in, and it has nothing to do with the team. Mm-hmm. They have options if it's long term, and if you're not in their plans or they, if that team has somebody coming up or the draft coming up, right. There's a draft coming up. I mean, there's two drafts. And if they have a guy they take in the first or second round, but that team is high on and you could be replaced, you will probably be replaced. And I mean, that's just the business of of the hockey world. I think it's a big risk going there. If you get hurt, I just think it's a too big a risk to go in my opinion. Yeah. Well, when when you think about it, it's, it's not just a matter of, driving over there and playing hockey for two well, weeks it's planes it's planes because yeah drive there. yeah you're flying there you're not you're not the flight paths are crazy on the ground the flight path. yeah the flight paths there to your to get to the showcase yeah it's not like you can fly directly from yeah Toronto to erie pennsylvania or like calgary sure. or vancouver to erie or um, you're spending over a thousand dollars easily yeah you're spending over a thousand dollars easily the two weeks like your accessories and stuff, the stuff that you need, that co- that adds up. The flight path is definitely more than one, more than it's not a yep. direct flight. So you're going to multiple different airports just to get there. I don't know. For two weeks, I don't know. I just don't know if it depends how many scouts well, or what's what's the competition going to be like. That's it depends to me. When you look at it too, when I first saw this. Um, taking place. I'm like, oh, this is pretty sweet. Get the Erie Insurance Arena going. You get all these players yeah. into that great building, and I thought, they're you know, not playing there. Yeah, I thought it would be a good thing for the league, too, just to, like, push it up a little bit, right? Like, hey, we got some players going here. Tune in, right? Yeah. But there's – it it's not like that. Yeah, to it's not to me, like it, that. Make, it makes absolutely no sense why they would like, shove all of these guys into this – it's community rink. Let's be real here. It, it is a yeah. community rink. It feels um, like you're going to the junior C game. Yeah. Whereas you could easily maximize the amount of scouts attending, the amount of coaches attending, the amount of, you know, what, whatever. Mm-hmm. In the Erie Insurance Arena, with you have suites yeah. that you can put people in. There's, you know, a yeah. number, a number it's of it. seats that you can put the distance anyone in. Maybe. Yeah. The distancing, it makes so much more sense at the Erie insurance arena. Again, the ice may be gone for all we know. There's a good chance yeah, it's gone. Sure. Whereas these Probably community is. ranks tend to keep, uh, keep the ice in, but I don't know. That just, that's one thing that caught me off guard. And I don't know how many, how much exposure you can actually get from people in person at this event. Yeah, I don't think you can. Honestly, I don't think you can get much. Even but this picture I'm seeing here, 
Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's a They're opening their Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they can golf. Pennsylvania. Yeah, we can. But Pennsylvania is opening. I think the the the, the state. I yeah. think it's opening. So that would be interesting well, to see what happens there. When you even look at it too, all of these major league ballparks, and I understand it's outside, whereas they'll be playing hockey inside. If you're fully vaccinated, you don't need a mask or anything. Yeah. To enter it's Comerica out, Park. I know PNC outside, Park in Pittsburgh. Right? Like that's yeah, outside. To be outdoors. Like in outside the concourse. Clearly, yeah. Like in the concourse part, you need a mask? Nope. Really? Okay. Not if you're fully wow. vaccinated. Some states are fully they're yeah. They're letting it go. Hmm. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I just think I don't know. I just think that there's too much of a liability here with the insurance thing. Yeah. If I'm a I don't think the team, like some teams will probably say stuff like, yeah, we don't want you going to that. We've saw the competition level or we saw something. We don't want you going to that. We will not pick up your coverage if you get hurt. I think there'll be a lot of that, a lot of that discussion going on. And also I hope the teams, I hope the players went through their team before going, which I'm sure a lot of them would. Because you would, you would have to, do, but there's no way. There's no way you don't. Yeah, yeah because that's a big risk. Like this, this is giving up two weeks here. You're giving up two weeks here, essentially, like because because you're not you're not going to go to the NHL after getting drafted this year, unless you're Shane yeah, Wright and you just show up out of the blue and play like Shane Wright. You're more than likely headed back to your junior club. Um, I'm trying to think. come the fall. So do you are you giving up so, a full season for two weeks? I'm trying to think. The first pick right now in the NHL draft, I would probably have Grant Clark being the first OHL player taken in the him or Mason McTavish. I would have yeah. been taken that maybe brandon Othman, one of those three but either way those guys aren't going i don't think to the nhl first year i don't think they're going nhl first no. year they're coming back to the ohl next year so i don't and think like it's a big yeah. risk this is no way of us saying, like we're we're not against this event at all we're just no, we're, we're just finding out what what essentially could happen if something bad does happen like you get injured or um well you, guys you look really bad and it makes your draft stock worse robbie fabry in the world juniors there in toronto they broke his foot Robbie fabry there the year they won in toronto against russia um robbie fabry got hurt and came back to guelph that's something that's different i think the ihf like the world juniors i think that's different because the ohl's promoting that to go play in that yeah. tournament they want guys from the ohl to play that i don't i just don't see any promotions from the league of guys playing because it's not an ohl event yeah so that's where i don't that's where i could see it if it's, it depends on the team too it depends on the team yeah that team's deep yeah every front office team, is different yeah and i know there will be a lot of teams that are definitely going to think like that because yeah. i mean they have a lot of prospects they could try i mean a lot of teams have a lot of prospects coming up at a certain position if that guy gets hurt that was a late round pick and he's out long term. Well, we're yeah. gonna take a chance with a young guy because that's what's gonna fill seats right now. Yeah, essentially. Open, so. so, yeah, um, I think the young guys in this league coming up are gonna fill more seats in the veterans just because it's gonna be a young league. It's gonna be a very young league when we return to the OHL, and I think the first couple for the next two the league, years, you could look yeah. at it that way. Yeah. And I think the first couple months when the OHL returns, I think the hockey's going to be really good because it's going to be running guns and guys are pumped to be playing. And then there's going to be like a dry spot where it's going to be like, it's going to slow down the pace and slow down because, okay, now we're, now we're settled in, we're back, we're playing. Yep. And then, then after the world juniors playoff runs, then it'll start to heat up again. But when the OHL returns, it's definitely going to be good hockey. Yeah. You're going to see the most intense pregame warmup of all time. The first night. one. Man, you're gonna have guys going a hundred that they'll be tired five minutes into warm up. Oh yeah, that's that's all how pumped lines. they'll be. All four lines, yeah. I mean, every I th- hey, you're gonna have teams at the arena like so early because you're just ready to go. Yeah. They're ready to go. I think the big thing is gonna be your focus. How focused? Sorry. Yeah, how, can you stay stay within yourself and not try to score twenty exactly, goals yeah. your first game back? Yeah, don't get too high. Don't yeah. get too low. Like yeah, stay even kill. That'll be interesting. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I'm come excited, back. man. Yeah, that's a good point. Warm ups. I'm not gonna be pumped for that. You see guys in warm up just snap. Yeah, and 100 miles an hour. That's gonna be cool. Yeah, they'll be so pumped up. They'll take their hardest the slap hits. shot of all time and break the glass behind the net. Like <laughs> the hits, man. The hits will be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you'll see guys but, running around. But yeah, 
The uh, OHL showcase gets underway at the end of May, runs till mid-June in Erie, Pennsylvania, like we mentioned. So it's an event to look forward to. We are so excited about the OHL draft lottery. We are all pumped for that. And this is just something else that we can you know, get behind, actually watch some guys that we're used to seeing in the Ontario Hockey League play actual hockey. So it should yeah. be a fun event. And uh, I know that everyone will enjoy it when it comes to scouts, um, prospects, parents, teams actually get to watch guys in person possibly yeah yeah that's nice um time for a break when we come back it's the exciting part of the show part one of our 2021 oa appreciations show appreciation show (laughs) that's a fun word appreciate appreciation show appreciate i can't even say it say that 10 times the old guys we'll talk about the old guys guys in the ohl uh when flaunting the old flaunting the old yeah we are oh flaunting the vats flaunting the vats it's hilarious we say they're the old guys of the ohl and they're younger than us i know eh? like two three years younger than us yeah yeah it's crazy oh well yeah 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 that's all coming up next here on the own 60 podcast this is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demaney with Colin Ward. OA appreciation time in the Eastern conference. We'll go through the 10 Eastern teams, kind of give you an idea and a look back at all of the careers of these 2000 born players starting with the Barry Colts, Colin Ward, you've got them. Yeah. So we got Victor Hadfield played every year. He's drafted in the first round in 2017 by Barry. So that's nice. Get to play in Barry for that long. All five years. Pick. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Um, and uh, Luke Bignall. Those are their two uh, OAs. Decent careers. I mean, it's too bad it ended like that, but we're in the 2000s. We're officially in millennial yeah. territory. Oh, millennials. Yeah, we're officially there. We are, yeah. We are. It's, in a, it's a millennial league now. This yeah. year would have been the first. All right, on to team number two, the Hamilton Bulldogs. OA number one is Jan Yannick. Would he have even played last year probably not probably not yeah yeah we had reed duthion to discuss it normally a guy of that caliber more than likely would not come back but again two he's a 2000 he was really good as a member of the hamilton bulldogs uh he's an import pick by the flint firebirds six overall in the first round of the import draft so um hamilton definitely cashed in on picking him up and making him a Future superstar, yeah, possibly bad. for the uh, for the Arizona Coyotes. OA number two, and I guess the second of two, Jake Gravel, defenseman uh, from Calendar, Ontario. Can't say that I've heard of that place, but uh, yeah. he was a Mississauga twelfth rounder in two thousand sixteen, two hundred and twenty eighth overall for Jake Gravel, number fifty seven, uh, for the Hamilton Bulldogs. So, on to the Kingston Bronacks. In Kingston, the uh, first OA, we have um, Justin Pringle, left winger of Toronto, Ontario. He's a ninth-round pick, 179th overall in 2016 by the Frontenacs. And we have Dawson Baker. He played a while. He's out of Sudbury, 2016 draft for the Sudbury in the fourth round, 63rd overall, out of Baltimore, Ontario. Sweet place. Where you're from, bracket. Baltimore, <laughs> Ontario. Yeah, man. Do we do do we do a name bracket after this? That, yeah, I think that's what we did we, last year. We gotta do another one. That was yeah. that was fun. Leading up till October seventh. I think yeah. that's how we did it last year. I think that's how we did it last year during the We gotta do one. What okay. we'll see. We'll, after the second OA appreciation show, then we'll do the name. Yeah, it'd be the week after, yeah. So, so a month from now. June. Yeah, middle of June, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm good with that. Thanks. Yeah, that makes we'll, sense. We'll talk about players. We'll get uh we'll start to get her going. 
Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, because uh, teams are back. Or, yeah. I mean, it's announced the season, so. Yeah. I'm on a little uh, wagon tour again. <laughs> Mississauga. Yeah, I get on to Mississauga. OA number one from Holland Landing, Ontario. Richard Whitaker, left winger for the Mississauga Steelheads, number three, drafted in the fourth round by the London Knights in 2016, 69th overall. OA number two, Nicholas Canade. Canade. Mm-hmm. I've heard multiple people say it multiple ways. Yeah, one of those guys. So I might as well say it. I might as well say all of the above. Canad, Canade, Canady. Yeah. I've heard all of those names. And of course, I've never had the opportunity to physically ask him, which is the proper way to do it. But uh, number 12 for the Mississauga Steelheads. Again, another left winger out of Mississauga, Ontario. He's got to play in his hometown, drafted by the hometown team in the 11th round, 208th overall in 2016. And OA number three for the Mississauga Steelheads goaltender Kai Edmonds, number 27, nice 63, 174. Yeah, yeah, right. That's what nice I'm saying. Pads. That's Those that's what it's all about with goalies and us. It's all about the pads. Not so much yeah. how many pucks they stop. We care about the pads. So yeah, exactly. Um, um he was an eleventh rounder by the Barry Colts 2016, 216th overall out of Carlsbad Springs, Ohio. Ohio, geez, Ontario. There we go. Ooh, I didn't even say that. I mean, go Buckeyes. Nah. Um, on to the Niagara Ice Dogs. Um, yeah. Number eight, Jackson Doria at Ancaster, Ontario. He was drafted in the third round by the Oshawa Generals in 2016, 43rd overall. Jackson Doria, not a bad career for the Ice Dogs. Uh, you know, as we scroll down the list, it's a tough one here. Um, <laughs> it, uh, yeah, next to right. Next away, number 28, Andrew Bruder out of Woodstock, Ontario. Um, great story for signing. him. Free agent signing, yeah. I played yeah. junior C in Woodstock. That's a great story. A lot like the Brett Shoes story where he played in Dresden. Uh, Bruder played in Woodstock his first year. The good That's old well. Navy vets. Yeah, if you play good, they will find you. That's the story right there. 100%. Um, next on the list, and it's right down, no struggle. Hey, number 61, Lucas Terrio uh, out of Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, relative of Nick and Marcus Felino as well which is cool um he's drafted in the 12th round 224th overall by the niagara ice does in 2016 solid career um now we get to the defense the defense number number 58 adrian Beraldo, uh of stony creek ontario drafted in the fifth round by peterborough 88th overall solid pickup for the ice dogs a few years last year that was solid he's a good veteran guy around the power play yeah they have more, but we will get to that next week with Murphy. We got traded there and uh, hints as well from Peterborough. Yep. To the North Bay Battalion. You could say one of the Ice Dogs division rivals. OA number one. You're looking at Chad Deneau, number 10, uh, from Iroquois Falls, Ontario. He was a third rounder by the Peterborough Peets, 49th overall in 2016. OA number two is Luke Moncada. Now, he was North Bay's representative in the name bracket, if I'm not wrong, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He went deep. Yeah. He went deep. Yeah, so shout out to Luke Moncada for success in the Owen 60 name bracket. Oh, as we just passed the winner, Giancarlo. Open that race, dogs. The Swiss yeah. slugger. Yeah, man. It's unfortunate we might not get to meet him and let him know. I know. I can't give him the trophy. Yeah. Maybe Joel <laughs> let him know one time. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the third rounder by the Guelph storm, 2016, 42nd overall as my baseball players continue to strike out, um, out of Toronto, Ontario, Luke Moncada center, um, finished his career off with the North Bay battalion and OA number three is defenseman Braden Henderson. Out of Baxter, Ontario, he was a sixth rounder of the Sarnia Sting, 117th overall. Baxter, Ontario. Ooh. 
that's a cool. solid name right there for a town. Yeah, that's a cool one. That's now, I got to point out OA number four, uh, Cameron Lamore, goaltender, another 2000 uh, for the North Bay Battalion. Not in Ontario. He's a Saginaw third rounder, 53rd overall in 2016. Yeah, that's a solid uh, OA core there. Yeah, it was. Um, to the Oshawa Generals, want, probably Mem Cup host uh, if there was a season last year. Um, number 61, Alan McShane, a center at a Collingwood, Ontario. Uh, drafted in the first round by Erie in 2016, 19th overall. Uh, drafted by Montreal as well, fourth round in 2018, 97th overall. Um, on to the point, uh, William Ennis, out of Gloucester, Ontario. Third round pick, 46th overall in 2016. That's a solid name. Blue and Not bad, yeah. eh? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Giovanni Velata, another one in the name bracket. I thought, see that name? Was he? In, he might have been Giovanni Velotti. I think he was. Yeah, out of, out of Ottawa, Ontario. A Winnipeg draft pick in the fifth round, 153rd overall in 2018. He was a Kitchener pick, round one, and uh, 16th overall in 2016. Uh, Two more ways. Uh, Nico Gross, number 66, out of Ponce. Oh, Pontresina, Switzerland. Ooh, I think I nailed it. it. I think I, I think nailed, nailed it. Did I nail it? That'd be. Let's go. Look at you go. Put the boy as I sell it. Oh, <laughs> hey, I can name Euros now. I can name Euros now. My gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's an import pick, though. 2017, first round, 40th overall. Pretty good value for an, for an import. Not too often you see a guy play that long. Uh, to the goaltenders, the last OA, um, Jordan Coy. He, he went around his last year. Yeah, yeah he, he kind of got the, the tour. The carousel of teams. Yeah, he got the tour. He was an eighth-round pick in 2016 by the London Knights, uh, 160th overall. Um, he got drafted in 2018 by Vegas in round seven, 208th overall. That's – yeah, he played – yeah, he got to go London, Sonia, and then Oshawa. Yeah. Finish career. Got the whole tour. That's solid. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pumped right. I nailed that Swiss. That a boy. That's clutch right there. Let's go. Because <laughs> I sell it. I, I, I literally did the dome. As like I'm sitting sweet. here, I didn't even try Jan Yannick's uh, hometown. I was going to do like the pump. And I, I was thinking, like, I'm going to mess this up. No, you just got to do it. You just got yeah, to do it, like, man. Rip it off like a band aid. Just do it, Nike. <laughs> what up? Free ad. Um, <laughs> on to the it. Ottawa 67s again. Um, OHL champion favorites in uh, in 2020. OA number one for them is Mitchell Holsher out of Alora, Ontario. Of course, just around the or a, around the, the Waterloo region. Before. Yeah, the hockey during the day before. Yeah, he was a 2016 third rounder by the Ottawa 67s, and he was drafted to the New Jersey Devils in the sixth round of the 2018 NHL draft. That's 100. That- 72nd overall. <laughs> that Alora turn, when I remember that, that was a gong show. I wasn't even focused on playing <laughs> hockey. I want to go to the Guelph Storm starting a sting game that night. That a boy. <laughs> I didn't, I That's what it's focused. all it about. A, Not even Saturday playing, night. just going to watch the other games. Yeah, it was a Friday night game, right? The first game of the tournament. We played at like 4.30, I want to say. It was an odd time to start 4.30. And um, I remember the game got over, and it was like it was like 6. The time we got out of the rink, it was like six thirty, and the storm played at seven, so like we didn't chance it. But now, yeah, I remember. That's... I remember this day. Like I remember being in net, just wanting to play the puck, keep the time going. To the, the, the golf storm, game. like in shell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally Who needs whistles, literally, just that play was, the puck. Yeah, no, literally anything in close instead of just gloving it, I just deflect it, <laughs> deflect it off the glass and out. <laughs> Let's go. That's awesome. Keep you were that goal, yay! Oh yeah, I want to get out of there. I want to go to a golf storm game. I think I was like twelve at the time. <laughs> 12 or 13 i just remember uh thinking about going to the golf storm game so Alora and Terrio, i had to bring that up quickly sorry to go off topic no 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 man you're good um I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to say this guy's name not sure if it's the same as the head coach of the ottawa 67s but uh, yeah i believe so out of stittsville ontario uh and felix antoine tournier Ooh, you nailed it. I think you nailed it. I, I think nailed I did it. too. Hey, 
I can't. We're ready for the import draft. That's all I we gotta are. say. We're ready we're for that ready. import draft. 100% we'll just nail it. Boom, 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 boom. I'm gonna get the state. I'm gonna get the staples. Uh, but that was easy. That was easy. It's amazing how much progress we can make in a year. Reese. I know, know, right? We know. We know math. We know European <laughs> country uh, cities and towns or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, we do. In those respected countries. We know players name the first show Sprawley. I can't believe I messed that up. Now I just yeah, say it every good. time. Now I just say it every time just to like. You're good. Yeah. Um, as I'm scrolling through the Ottawa 67's roster, just want to give a shout out to Marco Rossi. It looks like he's making tremendous yeah. progress coming back from that injury. His dad, very active on Twitter right now. Yeah. Uh, posting about Marco's progress. So shout out to Marco Rossi. Cool. Can't, can't wait to see him in a Minnesota wild Jersey uh, in the next couple of years. So, yeah. That world junior was unfortunate for him. I was yeah. excited to see him play, but he kind of just got picked on there. Their roster was. That's the only guy. That's the only guy you really had to focus on. Thing. Yeah, in the COVID situation thing, it was all yeah a tough one for Marco Rossi. Um, on to the next OA for the Ottawa 67s out of Fort Erie, Ontario. Dalen Gruel. He was a fourth-round pick by the Owen Sound Attack in 2016, drafted 71st overall by the Attack, which, by the way, shout-out to their social team for uh, throwing it back to that championship in Mississauga. Yeah. That was that was pretty good. That was good hockey. That was good. That was a good final. Yeah, it was. was. All time. Yeah, that was a good final. Uh, another OA for the Ottawa 67s, Merrick Rippin uh, from Ottawa, nice Ontario. That was a great. That's a great name. He might have to make. I think, the he, was in, I think he was in the name bracket. I don't think he was. He might have been my original one. I think Nikita Adhachuk. Yeah, I think he was the Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa representative. Yeah. Oh, Merrick Rippin going to take over. Rippin. It's a great last name. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was a Kitchener second-round pick in 2016. You're thinking of a big, strong defenseman. Yeah. You put him out there to kill families. Speaking of Akhachuk, he is the next OA from, wait for it, Chelyabinsk, Russia. Ooh, oh, are we two for two or three for three or whatever we are? Are we nailing it? Chelyabinsk? Russia, Chelyabinsk, Russia. Yeah. Hey, three for three, three for three. That's awesome. Oh, pressure's on the next one. Next team, I got. (laughs) Um, he was an import pick, uh, obviously for the uh, Ottawa 67s in 2017, and he was drafted by the New Jersey Devils, 61st overall in 2019. Two more always, two more 2,000 born players to get to. Uh, for the Ottawa 67s, we'll finish off the defenseman here with a uh, big 6-7 Kevin Ball out of Mississauga, Ontario. Drafted by the Ottawa 67s in the second round in 2016. And, of course, drafted by the Arizona Coyotes and then was sent to the New Jersey Devils uh, in 2019. And then, of course, we'll finish off with one of the best goaltenders in the entire Ontario Hockey League over the last two to three seasons, Cedric Andre out of Orleans, Ontario. He was a 12th rounder for the Ottawa 67s in 2016. Beauty. All right, on to the Peterborough Peets. There's a few on Peterborough. Uh, first off, in number 14, Liam Kirk out of Maltby, England. I mean, that's not that hard to Ooh. know that one. I mean, Did you say Maltby, England? Maltby. England. Shout out to Kirk Maltby. Red Wings great. Yes, sir. He's a first round pick, uh, ninth overall in 2018's import draft by Greenville Pete. Seventh round pick in the National Hockey League's 2018. Yeah, 2018 draft, 189th overall. Um, next up, we have number 17, Michael Little out of Mississauga, Ontario. Third round pick by the Mississauga Steelheads in 2016, 59th overall. Not number next, we got number 19, Semyon Dragachinsev out of Moscow, Russia. You know what I was thinking when I saw Dragachinsev? I was thinking, uh oh, it's gonna be some crazy Russian. Hey, save my brain. <laughs> so, the 2016 <laughs> second round pick, 27th overall. Save my brain. Um, 2018, he was a third round pick by the Leafs, 76th overall. Uh, Next, we have number 26, John Parker Jones out of Brantford, Ontario. He's a free agent. Another story, 2017 free agent signing by the Peets. Got some games in. Um, next, we have number 27, who got traded to the Niagara Ice Dogs, Brady Hintz. 
out of Stratford, Ontario. He's drafted by Sarnia in 2016 in the third round, 52nd overall. Uh, next, we have Max Max Grondin uh, out of Hearst, Ontario. He was a Saginaw second-round pick in 2016, 37th overall. Uh, next forward, we have number 44, Akil Thomas. I mean, out of Brandon, Florida. Uh, OH, he's drafted by Niagara in the first round, 12th overall in 2016. One of the best yeah. all-time to wear the Ice Dogs yeah. jerseys. That, um, yeah, you call his first goal call. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I remember it was that. that. I remember that every time, every time, every time I bring up a Gil Thomas on here, I always mention it. Just go oh, it was a Datsukian move. Spinorama from the hash marks. He sell it? Studly. Glass selling? Yeah, man. No, I don't know if it was a glass selling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he's drafted by LA in the second round in 2018, 51st overall. Good pick by the LA Kings. Now we go to the D. Um, Brandon Meyer uh, out of, here we go. Calgenfort, Austria. Calgenfort. I want to say. Oh, do you see it? I want to say. I think I got it. I think that's how you say it. But Pretty I'm just close. pumped. I'm just uh, pumped on this uh, import thing. I'd say <laughs> uh, it's pretty drafted, close. He was drafted in 2019 uh, in the import draft, first round, 28th overall. Uh, next, we have Matt McInmara. Sweet Nick, sweet name. That's a cool name. Out of Peterborough, Ontario, hometown kid. Uh, he was drafted in the sixth round of 2016, 108th overall. They're Jack York, 12, uh, out of Ottawa, Ontario. He was drafted by Kitchener in round five, 98th overall in 2016. Ooh, yeah, one more. All right, two more. Um, next, we have, next we have at number 20, Declan Chisholm. Had a great year, his final year in Peterborough. Uh, he was drafted by the Peets in 2016, second round, 24th overall. Uh, drafted in the fifth round of the 2018 draft, also by the Winnipeg Jets, 150th overall. Next, we get to the to the goalie, the very first show guest, uh, Hunter Jones, number 29, out of Brantford, Ontario. He was drafted in 2016, round 5, 89th overall. Drafted by the Wild in 2019, second round, 59th overall. Whew, that's a lot of overages. <laughs> a lot there there's the always to the peterborough peets we'll end with hunter jones yeah that was nice now yeah, on to the 10th and final team in the eastern conference the Sudbury wolves first away for them out of turnoff czech republic matei pakar he was a barry colts draft pick in the 2018 import draft in the second round 108th overall and of course taken by the buffalo sabers in the 2018 nhl draft in the fourth round 94th overall uh next owen robinson of orangeville ontario he's a sudbury 10th rounder in 2018 nolan hutchison the next 2000 born player for the sudbury wolves out of kingston ontario he was a Sudbury fourth-round pick in 2016, 80th overall. As we keep scrolling down, Owen Gilhula out of Stratford, Ontario, a second-round pick in 2016, 34th overall by the Sudbury Wolves. As we move on to the defenseman, Adam Samuelson out of Rye, New York. He was a fifth-round pick by the Sudbury Wolves in 2016, 95th overall in that priority selection. And then rounding out the defenseman, Emmett Serensitz out of Oakville, Ontario. He was a 2017 first-round pick uh, by the Sudbury Wolves in 2017. And one goaltender to wrap it up here on part one of the OA appreciation show, Christian Perbu. And of course, a lot of people remember him from when he was with the North Bay battalion. And clearly that carried over to the Sudbury wolves because he had those North Bay pads for like yeah, ever forever. with the yeah, Sudbury forever. wolves. So um, yeah. Like I said, yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Um, out of Oakville, Ontario, he was a 11th round pick by the North Bay Battalion in 2016, 214th overall. Hey, you wait till you guys say Cali Lopin's hometown. 
my fault. <laughs> I'm Alina Finland. It's always the second Finland. Yeah, I want to go there. I gotta go see hockey there once. There in Sweden. Them in Sweden. Yeah, we mentioned that before. I think we mentioned that in the fall. I think World yeah, Juniors. Yeah, so. then World Juniors. I think like the next World Junior after Edmonton is around there. Sweden or I guess you know. Sweden. It'd be cool though to go to a men's game. Like I remember seeing like no cider highlights. It was pretty cool. Oh, that guy's in Sweden. That guy's oh, yeah. great. Yeah, but what a place! To, that'd be a cool. That'd be a cool place to go. Right. For sure. I'd be there. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that wraps up part five one five. of our second annual OA Appreciation Show. Of course, next week we'll have the Western Conference overagers to discuss. Yeah, also, it's more Eastern overagers. Yeah. Of course, these these overagers we had gone through. We didn't mention their new teams because clearly they didn't play for them. So yeah, they didn't play a game for them. And we'll just, also, also when you look at the teams' websites and stuff, it's not updated. Yeah. Yes, that is true. Um, yeah, hopefully some stuff goes on. Uh, the Ontario Hockey League is ready to not maybe not ready to release, but the. 1360 game schedule um hopefully will be released within the next two weeks we could have a little bit of chat about that um, yeah look at some games that's exciting yeah. that's exciting see the schedule i don't think there ever was a schedule that was released last year i don't think so when the schedule gets released we gotta circle some games yeah we do to watch but to watch yeah that's exciting that's exciting to see good news yeah, for fans good news for the players parents everyone yeah. all right everyone enjoy your couple of weeks and we will chat in 14 days